Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Truth in Christ Radio, a Bible teaching radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Rochester with Senior Pastor Rob Kellogg. You know, the technology already exists, and whether it will be, uh, this will be part of it or whether it will pave the way further for it, the main thing is that we're being systematically desensitized, especially the young people. And though the storms may come, I am holding on to the rock I clean. How can I keep from Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on Truth in Christ Radio. Today, we learn that under the government of the beast and his associates, all will be given a mark. Without the mark, one will not be able to participate in the economy. No one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of his name. The technology to give people a mark that enables them to buy and sell in the electronic economy is available. There are many different ways it could happen, and such programs are proposed and tested constantly. Those left behind after the rapture will be forced to comply. Now let's join Pastor Rob for today's lesson. And the devil loves it that you love tattoos. Now, if you have a tattoo, does that mean you're going to be damned to hell? No. No, but what I will tell you is that it's desensitizing you to receiving a mark on your body. And there will come a time where you won't even have a problem with it. It's, it's happening. I mean, it's a cool thing. It's hip, right, to get a tattoo. I even got a tattoo of Pastor Richard on my arm. No, I'm just kidding. Where is he? He, he must have left, so it's probably why I'm still alive. Um, but tattoos are the in thing, and... Um, uh, it's another way that our culture is being te- desensitized. And there's going to come a time when people will, will receive this mark to buy or sell. And the young generation will be the first ones in line because they will be the most progressive, the most uneducated in these things. And they will gladly stand in line and everyone else will follow suit. And I believe that is why God forbids marks on flesh for any reason. In Leviticus chapter 19, what did God say to the Israelites? And even though this was for Israel, I also believe it's for us too. He says, you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. God knows that a tattoo usually symbolizes ownership of somebody else upon you. He wants to be the owner of you. He created you. He has saved you. He has redeemed you. Doesn't he deserve to be the owner of you? Isn't he your master? Isn't he your savior? I know this is heavy, folks, and, you know, hang in there because, you know, these things we have to discuss. It's right here in the scripture. And unfortunately, it's happening right before our eyes. Notice that he's going to cause 
all, small and great, to receive in their right hand or on their foreheads. It's interesting that the right hand, because that's the right, the hand that's associated with strength and power. Not the left hand, but the right hand. That's why when it speaks of the right hand, it speaks of strength. And I think it's interesting that the very first and the very last seven judgments that God brings upon the earth that we'll look at here shortly in a few weeks. In chapter 16 of Revelation, it talks about these seven bulls, final judgments of God upon the earth. The very first bull says this, loathsome sores. It says, so the first went out, the first angel, and he poured out his bowl upon the earth, and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. You know, 25 years ago, this technology didn't even exist. Seriously. The technology that we have today did not exist 25 years ago. We've all gotten so used to our cell phones and making payments, and it's very convenient. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right now, it's really convenient, honestly. But due to security and even greater convenience, and because we are slowly getting comfortable with this electronic payment system, the Antichrist will ultimately use this to his advantage when he comes on the scene. And Apple Pay and Google Pay and Square and all these uh, digital payment systems are just the beginning and whether they understand it or not, there are powers that tried to push the digital dollar during the COVID breakdown. And this is why this is so interesting right now, because remember when you got those stimulus checks back in March or April? Well, I don't know if you knew this, but in March 29th of 2020, Forbes magazine published an article, and maybe many of you know about this, but it was during the coronavirus lockdown, right when they were, uh, Congress was trying to pass a bill to get those checks into our hands, Right? And it says this, I'm going to read this. It says, the crypto community was a buzz Monday night. And this is uh, the article in Forbes from March 29th. The, the crypto community was a buzz Monday night when a, a leaked draft of the economic stimulus bill proposed by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi introduced a digital dollar, and, and this is a fact, as a way to deliver payments directly to U.S. citizens. The next day, the same lang- language surfaced in a Senate bill introduced by Ohio Democrat Sherrod Brown, and the concept would have required the Federal Reserve's members' banks to open and maintain digital dollar wallets for all customers. The digital dollar didn't make it into the final Final stimulus pass, pack, uh, package passed by Congress. So the very when they tried to get it and, and they enabled the first time, they included the idea of a digital dollar because they want the world to go digital. You know, and the, the precursor for a one-world economy. They wanted to get that going. And before it was sent to uh, the Senate, they shut it down. And we still got our checks, praise the Lord. But that was taken out of the bill, and it says. The U.S. has officially, I'm sorry, let me back up. The digital dollar didn't make it into the final stimulus package based by Congress, passed by Congress by the end of the week, but the flirtations signaled that the U.S. has officially entered an increasingly heated race between advanced projects at several central banks around the world to be the first to issue this new kind of currency, a project managed by the Hyperledger consortium called eThaler that aims to create a central bank digital currency on the Ethereum blockchain suddenly took on more prominence. And listen to this. This is a quote from one of the head guys in that organization, he said, that's a significant step, speaking of what um, the House Speaker tried, you know, wanted to get into the bill. He said, that's a significant step, and I argue that such crisis situations always produce new ideas and acceptance of new ideas that will live on long after the coronavirus has burned through the world. I think that's interesting. Very interesting. 
Although this may have sped up things, it would also introduce a digital platform, one step forward in our one world, one world order, a global economy, a one world economy. And maybe they didn't understand, you know, uh, maybe the Speaker of the House and her constituents, maybe they didn't really realize the full potential or what was really behind it. They, they might not even have been aware. Maybe they were. I don't really know. It's not for me to judge. But I just find it very interesting. Very interesting. But I believe the worldwide control that is happening, even over this pandemic, is interesting. No other time in our history of the world have we had a pandemic over the whole world where it's been controlled like it is now. We're being controlled. I just find that very interesting. It's just something to think about. It's never happened before, folks. And now entire large cities can be shut down. Economies can tank. They can do whatever they want. Thank God our faith is in Jesus, right? In fact, a Calvary Chapel churches in California are being fined between twenty-five dollars to $35,000 for not complying. I heard of this just the other day. A couple of pastors out there have been fined. If you don't comply, we're going to hit you in the pocketbook and sink you. Even if your church doesn't have any cases of coronavirus, you must submit to our authority. You know, authority is not bad. We will submit to an authority, but I think there's a line, and I think they're getting close, if not already of crossing that line that they ought not to. I think all of us are very concerned about each other, don't you think? We're doing everything we can. We're spacing our chairs. We're wearing the mask. We're sanitizing our hands, washing our hands. And just so you guys know, one thing else that we're doing on top of all that is we're spraying the church. We've got this uh, from Purify Global down here that's one of our tenants. We've got a machine that sprays this non-toxic viral side and kills everything in 14 seconds. We spray this fellowship or this the sanctuary, the fellowship hall, the kids' rooms, everything. We, we spray it down once a week. To help in this. But technologically, we're already there. A digital currency, it's almost ready to take center stage. It's just got to, we've got to be conditioned a little bit more for it to happen. And whether it's a, a tattoo like thing affixed on or just under the skin or even a microchip implant, it, you won't necessarily even need your phone to make purchases. I'd like to show you a video and let's go ahead and watch it. This is a a video of, of a gentleman in Sweden, and I think it'll speak for itself. The most cutting-edge thing about Hannes Hörblad isn't the phone in his hand. It's the microchip actually in his hand. The tiny implant is the latest advance in a biohacking technology that is steadily becoming a part of normal life in Sweden. We have created a new implant which is not a chip it's a full device where you can add different lights different uh, vibration different functions sweden is a very tech literate society and i think this is the main explanation really why a lot of swedes are uh, adopting chip implants swedes haven't been shy about upgrading themselves with the new version thousands already have microchip implants that they use in their daily lives waving their hand to gain entrance to the gym, confirm their ID or make payments. A short moment of pain, not putting them off, becoming part Swede, part machine. This event is an implant party, simply where ordinary people can show up 
and get a microchip embedded under their skin. The biohacking movement in Sweden is hosting them all over Europe, but it's at home where they get the most willing recipients. I think it's really cool. You don't have to carry any keys or anything. It's just your body. In maybe 10 years, everything will be in your hand. In Sweden, more than anywhere else, the future is already here. The national train company SE has around 2,600 people signed up to use microchips instead of train tickets. Did you see that? And no need to mind the generation gap. 18-year-old Felicia and father Magnus still bear the scars of their new implants. Student Hannah Herving is also freshly chipped and now just needs to program it to open doors. Although, importantly for a future career, it does already connect to her LinkedIn. Some people say I'm mad that, um, I don't know if it's safe and all that, but people have been putting these chips into animals for 20 years, so I'm not worried about that. The long-term goal is for the new chips to help provide medical care in remote communities. They're already getting under the skin of the Swedes, and may soon become just another normal part of modern life and of the human body. Paul Rees, Al Jazeera, Lund, Sweden. Pretty interesting, huh? So it's, it's all right there. It, it has been for, for quite a while. But I, I saw this video uh, months ago, actually, and I just stuck it in a folder knowing that we would get to here whenever we got to it. And uh, I think that's pretty interesting because, again, whether this is, um, you know, the technology already exists and whether it will be, uh, this will be part of it or whether it will pave the way further for it, the main thing is that we're being systematically desensitized, especially the young people. They, 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 they're just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I, I remember when I was uh, young, you know, younger, and I remember just, thanks for the, I appreciate that. I was no different. I guess I was no different, but you know what? It's it's desensitizing us. We're very well uh, up to this, and you know what? It says in that verse seventeen in our text, it says, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. However, that's going to be whether it's a you know they, this may be just the first uh, iteration of it, but maybe version two point is instead of getting it under the skin, that kind of bothers me. But if I can get it like a nice tattoo that's somewhat permanent that has all the banking information, maybe uh, just under the skin, maybe, or right on top, on my, on my right hand, because it's a nice shallow area there, just like my forehead, it's real easy to scan. Maybe that will, you know, make things easier. But when the church is removed, if you are still on the earth, do not, under any circumstances, take any mark of the beast. Don't take any mark where it requires you to buy or sell, especially when it's tied to worship to this man. That's the problem. See, right now we can use Apple Pay or whatever you've got, and it doesn't bother me. I know I'm being, you know, set up for this whole thing, but, you know, it's convenient and I'm I'm using it. But I ultimately know I'm going to be out of here before this takes place. But if you're still here and your allegiance and your Bread on the table, food on the table is a require. You know the, the the chip or the mark is a requirement for that. You better run. It'd be better and safer for your family to just refuse the mark and suffer than to take the mark and be damned for eternity. Because anyone who does not have the mark of the beast, which is a sign of their worship and submission to him, will not be able to eat or buy or sell. They will be hunted down and they will be killed. 
And that's just part and parcel for that time. So we can see how easy it is for our cancel culture to boycott very quickly and easily uh, a person or a company and put them in financial ruin. All it takes is someone to get upset with you. If you're an owner of a company, I would encourage you to stay off social media because as soon as you make a remark that somebody doesn't like, they're going to cancel you and your company is going to be canceled. <laughs> and then the hard work that you put in for 20 or 30 years is, is going to go down the tubes. You, you'll probably recover after you know, a year when people forget about it. But you're going to go through a lot of trouble because that's the culture we live in, unfortunately. What a nice culture we live in. I think it's a great opportunity for Christ to permeate it, don't you think? Such an ugly, ugly world. And by the time the church is raptured and the man of sin comes on the scene, the implementation of all this stuff will be easy. It's already in place. In fact, I've read some articles about banks that are already ready to throw the switch. If the Speaker of the House had her way and her constituents... It would have been an easy thing for this digital dollar to go. And let me tell you, it would have been embraced by the globalists. They would have embraced this whole thing. And finally, America is on board. Finally, we can move forward in our agenda. Ah, but it didn't happen. Notice, here is wisdom. And we'll we'll, we'll take communion after this. Here is wisdom. Let him who has an understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. We know that 6 is the number of man. Man was created on the sixth day. We know that 666 could probably be just a reference to the demonic trinity. We know that 7 is a number of perfection. Speaks of God. Speaks of perfection. Purity. Completion. But we don't know exactly what this is going to be. And many people have taken a lot of time and wasted a lot of time trying to figure out who this person might be. And in different languages like Hebrew, Latin, and Greek, there are numbers and letters that are associated with numbers. And it's very easy to take a name or a title of a person and try to somehow fit them into this and call them 666. It happened to Caesar Nero. It happened to Adolf Hitler. It happened to Mussolini. And they may have been antichrists, but they weren't the antichrist. So we don't really know if, this, if this, these numbers associated with letters has anything to do with what's going to happen. And it's probably very fruitless for even to go down that line and try and figure it out. Because guess what? You're not going to be here. And I love what, and we'll finish with this. J. Vernon McGee said this, and I love this. I'm not anxious to know the number of the beast. But I am thankful I will not have to live in that period. I am very thankful today that I know Jesus Christ as my Savior. Are you? Yeah, amen. I'm very thankful today that I know Jesus Christ as my Savior. Instead of spending time with Antichrist, I want to know Christ. I can say with Paul that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Amen? Amen. So you know what, um, Scott, you can turn off that and turn on the lights again. You know, I want to encourage you today. You know, today is the day of salvation. If any of this stuff registers with you, I would encourage you, if there's anyone here this morning that has not given their heart to Christ, please don't leave today without giving your heart to him. You must give your heart to Christ. He is the only solution. He's the only one who loves you. These things are pretty dark. These things are pretty disturbing, but folks, we live in a time unlike J. Vernon McGee and even some of the other pastors and teachers years and years ago. We live in a time where it is literally at the door. I think I proved that, and we could have gone on with that, but that, those are just two examples 
We're being conditioned. We're being desensitized. Everything is in place. All it takes is all of you to get online with it. And I would encourage you not to. We have to fight it because we know the end of it. While we are still on this earth, we have to fight for righteousness. We have to fight for Christ. We don't have to fight with guns and knives. We fight on our knees. We get on our knees and we pray. That's how we fight this thing. That's how we fight evil. That's how we fight unrighteousness. In our own selves, we get on our knees and we fight in battle. Our battle is not physical, it's spiritual. The bringing down of strongholds. Amen? And so don't get in your mind that you've got to go out and, you know, hold, you know, and be a militia. No. You need to, we need the church. We need to pray. More than ever before, we need to pray. We need to pray. Come out on Tuesday nights. Pray with us. Please, I beg you. 7 o'clock, we're here. Spend a half hour and then leave if you have to. Come for 15 minutes. Leave if you have to. There's no right or wrong about it. Just come. Come. There's plenty of room out in that fellowship hall. We can socially distance. It's just fine. But please come out. We must pray. We are at the, at the, at the cusp of a lot of serious things happening in our country. We're at a lot of serious things happening in the world. And folks, we cannot lay down and die. The devil, when COVID came out, he wanted to destroy the church. He wanted us to lay down our arms. He wanted, When I say arms, I meant not physical arms. He wanted us to lay down our faith and just say, you know what, we're washed up. We're just going to obey and close the doors in the church. And it was that way for three months. And I tell you, that was the hardest moment of my life when those doors were closed. Was it hard for you? Is church important? Is it essential? I think it is. I think it's more essential than anything else in our culture. Even more than gyms. And I don't have a problem with a gym opening up. I think they should be allowed to do that and take care of themselves and do what they got to do. But church is essential. Jesus is essential. Our faith is essential. What we're doing right now is essential. Jesus said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves. It is essential, folks, that we do this. This is how we are built up. This is how we are encouraged. This is how we are encouraged to go out and share that truth with others. We mustn't give it up. We mustn't lay it down and say, we're done. We're done fighting. Believe me, it's, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Believe me. But we cannot lay down. We mustn't lay down. We must fight on our knees and be prayerful. Be prayerful. The Lord loves you. He loves me. And you know, as long as we're here on this earth, we've got to be good stewards of it, don't you think? Isn't that what he told Adam in the garden? Be fruitful, multiply, have dominion over the earth. That means take care of it. This is yours. Until I come, Jesus would say, you take care of it. You pray, and you look for my return. And that's what we do. We've got to abide. We've got to take care of things until he comes. We've got to fight to the very end. And then when the church is removed, they can have it all they want. But until then, you fight. And why do you fight? You fight for righteousness and you fight for your kids. You fight for your grandkids because, believe me, they're inheriting a world unlike anything that all of us have gone through when we were their age. They're inheriting a mess. They're inheriting a bumper crop of sinful choices. Man at his best. But if that message has stirred you, I would encourage you, please, come up afterwards. You don't have to come up. Give your heart to Christ. Confess your sin. Confess that you are a sinner. Confess that you've sinned against God. And then receive him as your Savior, as your Lord, into your heart. Do not leave here until that is done. The world 
is rapidly winding down. There is no time left. You must come to Christ. If you want to come up and pray, I'll be glad to pray with you. But please don't waste that opportunity. You may never get it again. We may never get it again. I'm sorry, that's all the time we have for today. But please join us next time as Pastor Rob continues our journey through the book of Revelation. Calvary Chapel of Rochester is located at 2503 Browncroft Boulevard, Rochester, New York, 14625. You can reach us at our church office between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday at area code 585-586-3140. If you would like to have an audio CD of today's message mailed to you in its unedited form, simply mention today's date when contacting our church office. You can also contact us via the web by logging on to www.calvaryrochester.com. There you will be able to access a number of useful things, such as information concerning our beliefs, our ministries, contact information, our location, service times, and much more. You can also download or listen to the radio and sanctuary messages free of charge from the teachings link at the top of the page. To listen to Calvary Chapel of Rochester Sanctuary messages or Truth in Christ Radio on your mobile device, just subscribe to both through Google Play and Apple Podcast. You may also join us on Sundays and Thursdays through live streaming of our services and Bible studies. Just click on the online services link. We're so glad that you could join us today. And if there is any way that we can bless you in your walk with Jesus Christ, please don't hesitate to call our church office. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. May God bless you in abundance today as you walk with him. And until next time, this has been Truth in Christ.